0: me members and welcome to this month's interview I'm Dori Sukup founder of inspiration management bringing you another expert interview to help you gain insight and grow your business I'm very excited about today's call with me is my special guest Jim Harrison he is an essential oil expert let me tell you a little bit about Jim first and then we'll dive into today's content Jim has over 20 years of experience and he has helped to pioneer holistic beauty health that what we call today beauty inside and out. Jim is a licensed cosmetologist, former salon owner, a master aromatherapist, an educator, an author, and an accomplished botanical and essential oil product development manager. As you see, he's definitely an expert in this field. He also developed and is teaching the Essential Oil Therapy Th- Certificate Program for Bastyr University. It's a school for natural medicine, and he's also the author of a book. It's called Aromatherapy, Therapeutic Use of Essential Oils for Aesthetics. So I am so excited to have Jim on the call today. Not only has he accomplished all these things, but you'll also find his articles in many of the trade magazines, and he also speaks at uh, all the different shows, trade shows for the spa industry. As a matter of fact, that's how I met Jim first, as we kept running into each other at all the trade shows that we both speak at. And I got to hear some of his lecture one day, and I loved what he had to say, so we started talking. And I'm like, Jim, you've got to come to one of my interviews. So here he is. So thank you so much, Jim, for being with us and for joining us today.
1: Well, thank you, Dory. Really a pleasure, Dan, and, and thanks for inviting me on the show. Um, always, 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 always excited to be talking about essential oils. Even after 20 years, it's just, it's just such a great field to be in, and so I can't wait to share some information okay. today.
0: Good. Well, I'm an essential oil lover as well. So I'm going to start by sharing the content with everyone, and then we'll get into the conversation. So the first thing our listeners are going to hear us talk about today is why should someone offer essential oils within their business How to choose the right essential oils, because as we know, there are hundreds of different brands out there. Uh, Number three, what type of education do you need to provide your team and yourself regarding essential oils so you are knowledgeable about it? Number four, is essential oil as a holistic way to wellness? That's very important. Number five, what treatment can you offer with essential oils? How to market the oils? And what income potential you can generate from having essential oils within your facility? And then we're gonna wrap it up with some Q&A if we have some time, because as you see, that's a lot of different things. Now, one thing, Jim, that I wanna mention to you is I'm always in and out of spas. I have the pleasure to go and visit them on site and do some training on site. And I'm often surprised how many do not offer essential oils. It actually floors me. It's like, how can you be positioning yourself as a wellness and spa and relaxation and all that stuff without using essential oils? So let's start with that. Why should they offer essential oils? You
1: know, that's one of the things I'm amazed at, too, that... that uh, spas just start utilizing the, the potential and, and that's what it is it's just, it's just a huge potential working with essential oils because they have such a long list of diverse uh, benefits to the spa you know first off, they have powerful, powerful therapeutic properties uh, giving you very powerful therapeutic results i mean it's just one of the more amazing tools in in the spa therapist uh, toolkit are these essential oils and one of the reasons is not only because they have the results, but they're holistic properties where they address both the physical and the emotional. And even on the physical level, they're very holistic. Um, you know, where you're you're dealing with a certain skin condition, and that skin condition is not just superficial on the skin. It's it's caused and reacting to all the conditions that are going on in the body. And so, the essential oils, even though you're using them topically, they are addressing holistically all other physical conditions uh, within the system and emotional. That's one of the things that a lot of people can't tap into with any other tool is you don't have uh, a tool like essential oils that can address the physical properties or the physical conditions along with the emotional conditions that may be the actual cause of what's going on um, in the body or on the skin. Um, you know, this is just one of those things where when, you, when you're working with essential oils, you know, there, there's a therapeutic focus and there's, there's, you know, an intention that you want to deliver. And you can deliver that with essential oils because of the, the, you're at a level where they are very, very physical, almost like a pharmaceutical, but then they also have this energetic quality to them. And you can deliver that message by having a certain intention working with the essential oils. They're just a, you know, beautiful on that level. And then mm-hmm. business potential. I mean, you can do customization. You can do fragrance branding so that people go home and they remember you emotionally uh, through a scent memory and retail support. They're just a, a powerful, powerful tool for a spa uh, to be delivering and utilizing.
0: Absolutely. And those are all points that we're going to talk about a little bit more in depth as we go along. But you just said one word that I really love and it grabbed my attention. and I wrote it down as you said it, and that's intention. I think that's just so powerful. It just hit me as soon as you said it. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Well, this is one of the things that we, we do, but we don't always acknowledge it. And to give it more power, we have to acknowledge the therapeutic focus that we're doing and that involves intention because it's, it's it's the way that we deliver a message I mean everything is information is the way I, I look at it and that information is, is carried by whatever means it's carried and it's carried through an intention so you want to deliver the message of what you're trying to do the healing properties of what you're trying to do the comforting the, the relaxation um you know there's there's a message in everything that we do and the more aware we are of what that message is which is intention it's created as intention the more powerful our our, our work will be
0: that makes so much sense thank you so much for sharing So one of the things, you know, I'm always teaching is you have to have rituals, like beginning rituals, ending rituals, and what a better way to come up with something unique about your experience
1: by Mm -hmm. using it.
0: Essential oils, And the one thing that drives me crazy, Jim, is they always want to charge more for that part. Now, I'm all about upgrading treatments and charging more, but I think essential oil should be part of the experience. It should not be that part of the upgrade that you offer because that's what really sets the person in the right frame of mind. It gets them to really mm-hmm. enjoy the experience that much more. And I just, I don't understand why not more and more people actually do that.
1: Yeah, there's, there's, there's just a lot to, you know, the, the ritual aspect of using essential oils. And they don't cost that much where it adds that much. And so it's an easy thing to add in without mm-hmm. there being a great expense where you don't have to upcharge. But, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, what you're going to get for client retention mm-hmm. pays for that times ten. You know, and it's just a beautiful service. And plus, intention has a lot to do with a healing process. And I think there's, in in you're calling it ritual, there's also an element of intention that goes into that that also helps your again therapeutic results. So you have results and guest retention coming from that.
0: Well, I like that intention. I love that Mm -hmm. word. I'm gonna start using that word. So I'm taking notes here as we talk. Yeah, that's a a big one. It's a big one. so you're using that as a way for like a certain state of mind or tell me a little bit more about
1: that. Well, when it, you know, I have to teach this a lot with essential oils because there's an element of mystery. And when I say mystery, it's it's we have a very scientifically minded culture. And if there isn't a science to back it up or if something works and then you can't prove it scientifically, people have doubts about it. But essential oils don't work According to our science, they work according to nature's rules. And when you get into shamanic practices, you find that there's there's an element of conversation with the plant, and it can really go beyond that. So when I talk about intention, I'm really talking about a conversation that you're having about what you want to achieve. So you have an idea, and that that you you want out of this, which would be your intention. Even if it's relaxation, the intention could be relaxation. And mm-hmm. if you have that as an element of what you're doing, I mean, the oils have those therapeutic properties to them physically, mm-hmm. but the intention just drives it in a direction that goes beyond what we understand in the science. Yeah. And I think it's, it's really important to understand that intention has a lot to do not only with essential oils, but in any kind of, of healing practice or, I mean, really every, everything you do in life. You, if your intention is clear, your results and uh, are are much cleaner. Yeah.
0: yeah, I like that. That's great. Thank you so much. Let's talk a little bit about how to choose because there are ten thousand different brands of essential oils out there, right? It's like <laughs> are there ever options? So how do I know? Let's say I own a spa, MediSpa, spa, day spa, whatever wellness center. How do I go about choosing the right essential oil?
1: You know, this this is one of the most challenging aspects to essential oils, especially with all the big brands coming out and telling you that, you know, we have the best, we have the best, we have the best. And so, you know, the number one thing is you want pure, unadulterated, and highest quality. And there is no company out there that will tell you that they have adulterated, lousy, crappy oils. They're just not going to say that, right? Everyone's going to say they have the purest, unadulterated, highest quality so how do you distinguish the differences is where the challenge is now the other aspects to go is growing region cultivation and distillation uh, are important aspects to this so these are things that a company should talk about they should talk about where the oils are coming from what regions why is this region better than than any other region and it's it's something that you know education is really important here to, to, you know, before you even pursue uh, getting essential oils is become educated outside of the brands. Talk to essential oil experts because the brands have their message and then there's a lot of misinformation across the internet. I mean, it's just, it's it's ridiculous the, the, the things that people are saying out there about essential oils that isn't true. And it just makes it more and more complex. But essential oils are like wine. So anyone who drinks wine understands that. If you don't drink wines, it's it's one of those things where it does take a certain awareness or understanding about when somebody says, I have a French Provence wine, what does that mean? Well, now, you're same- my, now you're <laughs> yeah. talking
0: my language. <laughs> yeah, there you go.
1: See? People who know wine understand it, and that's exactly what essential oils are like. Because in a wine, you never say, well, you know, we have the best wines. No, it's not mm-hmm. like that. It's that, mm-hmm. you know, we, we put this kind of care into producing our wine and and oils are the same way. It's about the growing region. You know, I'm in Washington State and right across the peninsula from or right across the water from Seattle is Squim, where they grow lavenders, and my they have great lavenders, organic and pure and all that kind of stuff. But it's not my kind of lavender. I prefer Provence lavender. You know, just like my wine, I want the French French wine. I want my French lavender. And it's because the region and the way they grow and plus the history of the distillers. And so it's a practice of, of knowledge and, and that's been passed, you know, year after year, generation after generation. And so just like wines, it's not about some standard of, you know, therapeutic grade, which is a terminology that's used a lot or this kind of terminology. It's about, It's about people. And that's what you want to find out. If if there is somebody selling you an oil, you want to know who the people are that they got these oils from. You know, I try to get all of my oils from um, producers that I know. I like to have relationships. And, you know, the people that I talk about a lot, the sisters in Corsica, they do amazing oils. Bernhardt in Germany does this great Angelica root and great German chamomile. I mean, these these are people that are producing the oils. Now, not everyone can be tapped in that way, so it's that conversation that you want to have with the people you're buying oils from. You want to know that they're dealing with people, and I prefer smaller companies, if I'm buying oils, not from the producer, because I want I want companies that aren't trying to sell so much. It's like wine again. You know, there's lots of yellowtail out there, and, yeah. you know, people can buy yellowtail for, you know, $2.99 yeah. or whatever, but you know and it's it's going to do what wine does it's going to get you drunk but it's not going to yeah. be that exquisite bordeaux <laughs> yeah, with right with a big
0: headache with a big headache the next day <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, you know and that's what oils are like you know there's there it, it's not just somebody saying well it's therapeutic grade or any of this other um you know kind of words that people talk about um you know and so what i suggest if you can't figure this out on your own is is Hiring somebody that is an essential oil consultant and somebody that knows about the oils. Um, you know, as an educator, that's actually how I ended up starting selling oils because people were talking to me and say, "Well, where can I get? You know, where's the best lavender?" I'd say, "Well, well, you want to buy that from this guy here." And then they say, "Well, what about the best helichrysum?" I go, "Well, that this guy over here is the one with the best helichrysum." And eventually, I just had to come to rounding. You know. Just gathering all these things up, I said, okay, I'm going to order it for you and I'll I'll sell it to you, because not everyone has the best of everything, and so it's all about getting somebody who knows this. And so, you know, that it's it's if you're really serious about it, get a consultant. If you just want something really easy and basic, you know, some of these bigger companies that are coming in, these brands have good turnkey essential oil programs, and that's also good. You know, and so it really depends on what your needs are and how serious you are about about really excelling in the in the the real true potential of what essential oils can do.
0: Right now, one thing yeah. I always teach Jim is for people to have a signature scent at least, so this way, when somebody walks into your place, they can identify the scent with your facility, and then, of course, they can offer other ones as well. So if mm-hmm. somebody was to, was desiring to create that, there is something that you can help folks with is create some signature scents.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's called fragrance branding, and you see it everywhere these days. Just mm-hmm. walk through the mall. When you're coming up the escalator, you know when there's a Cinnabon up the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's called fragrance branding. And I do, I do a three-day course on the olfactory system, and it's just very, very powerful, the impact that the olfactory system has. And in a way, it gets to even that what we were talking about with intention. So what I do is I teach people – how to identify a mood or an idea mm-hmm. of, of based on fragrance and f- what fragrance branding does is it taps into the memory and emotion of people so mm-hmm. when you smell something that you've smelled before it's going to trigger the memory of that experience so in a spa what you can do is you they walk in and people are immediately going oh yeah I'm, I'm here I'm home I'm in this I'm in this space that I love so much And that kind of creates the intention already of what this person is going into. So it kind of prepares a person emotionally and physically for what they're coming into. Plus, if you put your fragrance brand into some of the retail products that you send people home with, every time they open up that jar or spray that fragrance, they're going to be reminded of the spa experience, and this is this is another powerful part of of uh, retention and keeping people coming back, because if this, they're reminded on a daily basis of that experience through the fragrance, they're they're going to be on the phone making that appointment way before they needed to, mm-hmm. except that they should have pre-booked before. But that's a whole different conversation, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. But no, fragrance is so powerful. I mean, the whole. The, sensory with scent it's so Mm -hmm. it it gets that memory into your mind and it gets you thinking of that spa and makes you want to come back over and over so that's very very important yeah
1: it's it's powerful I've done that with I've done that with a few spas there's one here in Washington that um, a resort and they asked me to do a fragrance brand they were going to um, put in a diffuser and this was before they opened, and I'm sitting in this place, and I'm looking outside, and this is gorgeous up in the mountains, and I'm, I'm looking at a tree. I'm going, wait, I have that oil. And I'm looking over here, and there's a bush, and i said, wait a minute, I have that oil. So yeah. what I did was I put a fragrance together. Based on all the all the trees and, and bushes and flowers that are growing right there, so when they walked wow. into when they walked into the spa, it was immediate. Like they were still outside. They outside. were it, it didn't yeah wow. they were they still it, it kind of engulfed that whole resort um, feeling. So when they take that home, because they did it as a room spray, they sold it retail as a room spray. When people take that home, they can be reminded of the full experience that they had at the resort.
0: Absolutely. So, and that's fragrance
1: great. is powerful. It, it, it's a powerful thing. Yeah.
0: Now, this is a, the thing that you just mentioned, mentioned. Also, blending. Now, I know some people mm-hmm. might be interested in knowing how to blend or the do's and don'ts. I know that's a whole class, probably. But what are some just quick little tips, maybe, about blending oils or?
1: Well, the blending oils, you know, people are very intimidated by that, which may be why some people don't use it in their spa because it's it's intimidating. And I have a few different rules on that one. First of all, you can never make a mistake. You know, as long as you're doing the the basic, which is when – if you're doing – let's say you're doing a massage. If you have an ounce bottle, all you do – and an ounce is about 30 mils. If you take that by mil size, divide it by two, it tells you how many drops total of oil to put in that bottle. And so what it is, it's about two and a half percent essential oil to a carrier oil. And so it becomes very simple. Now what oils you put in there is going to be determined by your education. What I recommend is people doing pre-blended formulas first. I have a blend called Calm and Easy. Very easy. If, if you, you know, what, what somebody wants is they want to be calm and they want to be easy. Well, I'm going to put Calm and Easy in their formula today and massage them. If somebody has inflammation, I have a, a formula for inflammation. I actually have a blend I call Thai therapy. And what I do is I took the Thai massage ball used in, in Thai massage, the herbal ball, and I took those oils and I put them into a blend. So not only do you have the analgesic and the anti-inflammatory properties, but I don't know if, I, if you really want this, but you end up smelling like Thai food, which is to me really luscious. So <laughs> it's, it's great. So now if you have the education, you can take the oils that I put in there, and, you know, we know that, okay, turmeric is anti-inflammatory, so I'm going to use turmeric in my blend. And lavender is calming, so I'm going to put lavender. And that's when the more educated you are, the more individualized you can create your blends. But it's really basic that if you take, you know, put about 2 two to 2.5% two into any formula. I like less for skincare. so what I just said, if you have a... Uh, you know, let me see, in a facial you're going to use maybe 5 to 15 mils, let's say 15 mils of cream. And what I said was take the mil, divide it by 2, that's how many drops, and that's going to be about 7 drops. Now what I might do in a facial is I might use a little less because it's right on the face and so Mm -hmm. you don't want it as strong. And so you're going to use maybe 5 drops to to about 15 mils of, of cream. And then you apply it. And so it's it's real easy to do, and you can't really make a mistake. I mean, as long as you're diluting. And, I mean, the, the easy mistakes or the, the mistakes that you can make is if you put, like, cinnamon or oregano. But most people know those are hot, <laughs> and I think we're going to yeah. avoid them in skincare, you know. So, sure. Sure. yeah, it's like there's common yeah. sense is what it is.
0: Exactly. But you have to know how, and that's so important. Education is key, mm-hmm. I think, because... Again, some of the things that they should be doing is, for example, in the beginning of the treatment, you want something that's calming and relaxing and Mm -hmm. can help them basically reduce their energy level. And then when you're ready to awaken them and complete the experience, then you want them to be re-energized, revitalized, and things like that. So I do a lot of on-site training like you with people, and I ask them, okay, well, what essential oil would be great for somebody to, in the beginning of the experience, to relax? And you know that a lot of times I don't get a lot of answers for that. Uh So, again, I had a spa right now. Where can I send my team members to get educated about essential oils or what's available out there that can help me teach my team the benefits of essential oils?
1: Well, I, I wrote a book uh, with Milady Publishing, and uh, aromatherapy essential oil therapeutic use of essential oils for aesthetics. And so, in that book, I have I have a lot of information. I mean, it, it's my textbook for the class, the courses I teach at Bastyr University. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's one of the simple ways to do is just buy all the aromatherapy books that are out there. You know, mm-hmm. mine will give you very comprehensive. Um and that's you know just having books is going to do it now, some of the brands will give you um a program to follow really basic program uh and then I teach at you know I teach my courses at masterlor University and then I travel around so i and I'm actually doing um on site courses for spas that are really interested in doing it, and, you know, that would be the ideal way of doing it because you get the education you need, but it can be designed specifically for your needs, mm-hmm. uh, as well as what, you know, the, the essential oils that you want to use because essential oils are, you know, there's extremely diverse amount of essential oils out there with every kind of fragrance. Mm-hmm. Um right. You know, one of the things that, that I teach, which is not taught very often, is the olfactory response, like what, what I was just talking about, and understanding how different people are going to respond to different fragrances based on their memory and emotions, um, you know where rose is a beautiful beautiful oil i actually had someone in a class one time that walked out every time rose went around went around the room and it was was it was beyond i don't like that passing on it was something there was some form of anxiety associated with rose okay. and so when you have an education that can explain all of these different aspects what it does it it empowers the practitioners and the therapists and the people using essential oils because you'll know that You know, why somebody responds negatively to something they shouldn't have been responding negatively to at all. And so, education can be anything from just reading books and getting started or following, um, you know, a brand system to having on site education that would be specifically designed for the needs of your business.
0: Right. Well, because there are so many different kinds of oils and they don't necessarily have to have 10,000 different fragrances. So, they really only need how many would you say would be an ideal? Let's say someone is just getting started. How many different oils do you think would be a good starting point for a spa?
1: i have I have a list between ten and fifteen oils. I think in the in the fifteen range is really good because okay. what you want is a, a diversity in fragrances. You want diversity in therapeutic properties, and I also teach chemistry, which sounds like a scary thing, but anyone that's in this business had to learn chemistry. I mean, if if it's, you know, physiology of the face or different compounds in nature or whatever, I mean, everyone's learned chemistry, so it's not a difficult thing in, in essential oils. And so you want to have a diversity in the chemical compounds, diversity in the fragrance, diversity in therapeutic properties, and... Then there's base note, middle note, top note, which is to do with fragrance profiles. And you want to have woods, and you want to have earth, and you want to have uh, air, you know, meaning the needle trees and things like that. And you want to have florals, and you want to have herbals. And so this is what I try to do, and you can do that with a very small amount of oils. You know, it's just it's just getting the system designed for your, you know, for your specific needs. Again,
0: right. And once you, they get that 15, then the team members can learn exactly what each one of them does, because yep. there are purposes for each one of them. And that's, I think, where people miss the opportunity to educate their clients and show them. Their, really the holistic approach to wellness through essential oils. And I think that's the missing component big time in spas is they don't take the time to educate the people. Because yeah. if they did, they can tell them exactly which oils they need, and they can make sure that those oils go home with them, and they mm-hmm. can use them at home and at the office and
1: and wherever they are, right? Yeah, and that's also the benefit of having pre-blended formulas, you know, for because for retail and sending them home,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, it's easier for somebody to pick up something that says pain relief than it is for them to have three different oils and they have to try to remember what did they say about how many drops mm-hmm. and how to do this. Um, and then, you know, the more the more relaxed or more comfortable people get with having oils, and that's the therapist and the the guest, um, the more comfortable they are, the more they can expand what they use. And that's the beauty of essential oils is that you're constantly expanding. I mean, I've I've been at it for over 20 years, and I'm still finding new oils to use. It's it's amazing. It is amazing. you know, and I'm, I'm sitting in an office right now with, with hundreds of them right behind my head. And my office smells <laughs> awesome, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, again, it's, there are so many people that are into the holistic wellness these days that this is the opportunity for for everyone listening today to make sure that they're tapping into this and teaching people, again, how to have a holistic way to wellness. Now, mm-hmm. I know you preach this all the time, Jim, but what would be some of the most important things for them to again convey to their clients about holistic wellness or what they should be doing
1: well i you know like I said earlier i think I think that essential oils are absolutely the most holistic tool in the practitioner's toolkit because its ability to adapt to so many different conditions or symptoms that are going on in in the body, as well as addressing the emotions that could be directly causing. And, you know, I've used acne already as an example, and I think this actually makes a very good example here too. When you look at the conditions going on with acneic skin, you have, you you look at it on the surface and obviously there's inflammation and there's congestion and you know there's sensitivity and you know you don't see it but we all know there's a bacterial infection and so with one oil i can i can address inflammation detoxification and bacteria so and that's with one oil i can do that now in a blend of oils i can i can even get a little bit deeper into the conditions that are going on now emotionally there's been some research that I've seen over the years where, and I think it's obvious that stress has a lot to do with an acneic skin condition. And so how do we deal, you know, superficially on the surface with emotions? And essential oils do that. You put the oils on the surface, you add oils that will address the stress. And on top of that, also, the fight-or-flight response, which releases cortisol in the system, which can also cause the inflammation that, even before you see topical inflammation, the inflammation internally in the body has been triggered. And that's something that people don't even see. And so if you can address the fight-or-flight response, that is, like, as holistic as you can get, and you can do that topically by adding the oils. And I have, there's an oil, Virginia Cedarwood. Um, Actually, there's a few different types of cedarwood, but the Virginia has the most. The Virginia cedarwood is going to be really good for anti-inflammatory and also detoxification, but it has a compound in it that helps reduce fight-or-flight response, and you get that from breathing it in. So topically, you're addressing symptoms, and then inhaling, you're addressing the direct cause or that fight-or-flight response and stress that's causing the inflammation in the first place. And I mean, I've just had great great, great results by working holistically on all of these difficult skin conditions, you know, all different forms of atopic dermatitis, acneic skin, and even aging skin because of the way stress can create inflammation and free radical damage in the skin. You know, you want to have your anti-aging program also has to be an anti-stress program. And so, you know, these are the things that essential oils can do. And then when you get into really difficult skin conditions where there are certain things going on in the body that you can't address unless you're an MD. Now, I'm not a doctor. I can't diagnose and I can't prescribe. But what I can do is I can put essential oils on knowing that they are so complex. There's an aspect to them that's called multi-target. Multi-target means they address many different areas of the body, and it really has to do with receptors on the cell when they say multi-target. But in the way of thinking about it, 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 you put the oil on for acne, the oils don't care what you used it for. The oils are going into the body, and they're addressing all different aspects to the body. So you could help somebody's liver or their digestive system or their heart, which are things you can't really diagnose, and you don't even know what's going on, but it's what i call full spectrum management so you're just putting a full spectrum of oils into your formula which is intensely holistic and they're going to do what they need to do whether you're focused on it know what they're doing or not they're going to do some magic so it's it's powerful holistic medicine the essential oils are
0: Well absolutely and you know they've been around for <laughs> thousands of oh, years yeah. right yeah and- They've been used over and over and over, and again, here we are teaching wellness and health and beauty, and we're not using them enough like we really should. And that's why I wanted to invite you here to bring awareness to what they can really do. And I'm a big believer in essential oil, frankly. I, I yeah. keep it. Like you said, you have a 100 uh-huh. bottles. I don't have quite a 100, but I do have them all over my office because yeah. whenever I'm stressed or I need a little mini vacation, I take a little breathing exercise, and it truly makes me feel so much better. So,
1: uh-huh. you
0: know, my team can tolerate me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So it is very helpful. So now explain to me a little bit more and to our listeners. So how would they use them like within the treatment? Are you thinking that they just add them to products or give us an idea of how to use them? What well, treatment they use them with?
1: This is, again, as diverse as, as the oils are, like I've been saying, it you're, you're only limited by your imagination on the treatments that you can offer. But mm-hmm. just in, in keeping it to, you know, what we're already doing as estheticians or massage therapists or any other therapist, is that whatever you're doing you continue to do but what you do is you now incorporate essential oils into that so if you're doing a a facial and you have your cleanse you can add essential oils into the cleanser and you can do that in a way that will address what you need therapeutically in the cleansing or you could do it as a way to address emotions or a feeling or an intention Um, then in the treatment serum or the mask. In each step, you can add different essential oils depending on what your needs are. So the more educated you are, the more diverse you can be with the oils. But even just starting, you can take either a blended formula or one oil or two oils and just add it to whatever treatment you're doing. And Every step of the way, I mean, you, you can do it, add it to a cleanser, you can add it to a mask, you can end, add it to a treatment serum, you can put it in a moisturizer if you're doing a body wrap, you can do it into the wrap, uh, a scrub, I mean, there's the, the showers. I mean, it's it's just you're unlimited with, with what you can do with oils. Um, you know, just keeping it simple at the start is the way to, to work because I think that's where people become discouraged is, is they feel overwhelmed, you know and so if you have one blend or one oil just add it to an unscented formulas and you can buy the unscented formulas they're available in the marketplace i mean i, I sell a few um i don't manufacture creams or lotions i don't do anything with water um but you know i do i i have a manufacturer do things for me because i have some very specific guidelines to that you know and that's another conversation about botanicals because botanicals is is you know essential oils are just a a piece of the whole botanical approach to um health and wellness and skincare and and body care so you can buy on centibasis add the oils to that and just do everything as you would as you would normally do it The more you tune in with the oils though, the more you start the intention of what the oils are doing in your work. And and it really brings you into a different, into a different space. So in, in every therapy, no matter what the practitioner, if you have acupuncturists in, in your spa, the acupuncturists, I have a lot of uh, acupuncturists in my classes. I have naturopathic doctors in my classes. I have massage therapists. I have estheticians. Um, I have energy healers. I mean, I I have everybody in my classes, and and the rule that I give is I say, make essential oils your own. Don't listen to what people are telling you they do. Learn what they do, and then turn them into your own, because that's the way they work best. Mm -hmm. So you're just, you're not limited at all. With oils. That's
0: wonderful. Now, I probably hear some people maybe saying, oh, but if I put some oil in my cleanser or in the cream or this, it might change the consistency of it or uh, maybe what it's supposed to do. What do you say about that? And is it okay to just add it into the product?
1: And, you know, in I'd say almost 100% of the time it is. Um, most... Uh, blends or, or creams or lotions are designed to have essential oils added to them. And so you, could, you buy these things ready, ready to have essential oils added. Now, the thing about that is that the only thing that will happen is if it doesn't work is separation. But if you're doing it in a treatment, separation doesn't matter because you're stirring anyway. And, you know, separation is easily fixed by stirring. And that's just, a, you know, more of a retail issue where you want the product to be stable not because it does anything wrong, but because people tend to, you know, they don't mind shaking their their salad dressing, but for some reason people freak out if they have to shake their cream or lotion or whatever. Yeah. So it's
0: like, <laughs> that's a that's a good analogy there. <laughs> yeah,
1: I've been I've been dealing with this a long time. Oh god, you know, that's
0: funny. Yeah, the resistance All right, but that then people other have. Thing- Yeah, and the other thing that they have to be careful about is not to overdo it, too, right? You don't want to advocate the person and, you know, just have so much scent on them that they're going to, you know, so everything in moderation, right?
1: This this is where education is so important. You know, that's why I say if you have that basic rule that if you have 5 mils, 10 mils, 30 mils Mm. of, of cream or lotion, you just divide that number in half and that's how many drops total of essential oil you want to use. If you're feeling... Uncomfortable with that amount, use, you know, less. I mean, it's very easy to use less. Um, mm-hmm. There are people who promote the, the use of undiluted oils. Now, I don't have that. There's an association that would would just, you know, freak out if you told them you were using undiluted oils. The only thing about that is there's a potential for skin sensitivity, plus you're you're just wasting oils. You're just wasting oils if you use them undiluted. These are very, very concentrated. So if your first rule in your head is always dilute them, whatever mill size you have, 30, 60, whatever, divide it in half, that's how many drops of oil you use. You can't go wrong. Now, if somebody's fragrance sensitive, you can put one drop to 30 mils. You're still going to have a therapeutic amount, but you won't have the fragrance. Mm-hmm. And you know this is, this is where someone once asked me for, um, you know I had a skincare line that I had professional and in Whole Foods. Um, and when I, was, I went to it was actually Bastier dispensary, they get a lot of fragrance-sensitive people. They say, "Well, can you make your formula scent, uh, fragrance-free?" And I said, this is fragrance-free. She said, no, you have essential oils in it. I said, oh, I don't put the essential oils in for fragrance. I put them in for therapeutic properties, but let me bring you a cream with no essential oils in it. I brought the cream to her. She said, I thought you were going to do this unfragranced. And I said, this this has no essential oils in it. And so the point of the story is that if you get real botanicals, they have an odor. Mm -hmm. And people do not seem – fragrance-sensitive people do not seem to mind – odors of food. Like if somebody stuck their nose in a refrigerator that, that has fragrance sensitivities and they smelled basil and they smelled peppermint with the herbs that they have sitting there and they smelled any other foods that might be in essential oils, they're they're not going to have an allergic reaction but if you they smell those oils in a product it can trigger that, that idea that this is a fragrance and they're going to have a sensitivity to it. And so it becomes challenging to Create the idea that these are food. This is what you have in your garden. This is what you have outside. Go to the farmer's market. You're not sensitive, fragrance sensitive there. You love all those fragrances, and so you can adjust things for people like that. But always make them feel comfortable. And you know that that leads me to you know this part about in, in a way it's about the marketing of of the oils, is that. When you introduce oils to people, what I've what I've learned to do is to stay away from certain uh, identities like, you know, ooh, smell the lavender, it's calming, and someone go, ooh, I don't like lavender before they even smell it, and they may have never smelled lavender; it might have been a synthetic. So what I teach people to do, and this is again olfactory responses, I teach people to to, you know, show an idea rather than an oil. So if it's lavender, it's, well, here, smell this beautiful herbal with a floral touch. It's a very, very calming odor, you know, made from natural herbs. And so rather than it being a specific um, identity like peppermint or lavender, it's an idea. And so, so this really helps people to relax in a treatment. It also helps the therapist relax a bit more about feeling that they're doing too much or they might be doing something wrong.
0: Yeah, Yeah, definitely. I think education is you're hitting on it. And if they're educated and they know how to present it to their guests and present it in a way where it is an experience and the benefit of it, what's what's it going to do for me, Mm -hmm. then they're going to be able to market it a lot more. But if they just do it without saying something, I think that's a big mistake because then the people don't know what you use. And that's gonna prevent you from selling them essential oils for home, so they can yep. go and heal themselves or feel better at home when you're not around. And I think yeah. that's the big mistake that people make.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. And and I think it's that uh, it's just so much misinformation about essential oils and, ar- and aromatherapy as a, as a name, um, you know, because Glade air freshener is saying they have aromatherapy. You
0: know. <laughs>
1: Yes, right. We all we all know that's not true. So yeah, our, let me, our
0: miss, let me miss some of that in the stream, <laughs> Yeah. So
1: our our words have been taken away from us, and so what we need to do is is instead of selling this the same language, we sell an idea, because mm-hmm. what we're after are results, and so we want people to know that what we're doing is to calm the skin, to calm the mind that may be causing the irritation of the skin to help your body relax, slow down, you know, all of this fight or flight, you know, and this is what's going to help your body. This is what's going to help your skin. And so, and again, it gets back to the intention. You're you're actually creating the intention, and you're giving your your guest the intention as well. So their thought process is going to be about the results rather than, you know, I'm putting lavender on you.
0: Right. Exactly. And Makes so, sense. It,
1: so, the yeah. options
0: that they have as far as marketing the products, they can start with the misting, whether they're misting the pillow or the room.
1: Mm-hmm. You have
0: the breathing exercise that they can do, and then you have the topical opportunities that you can apply within the treatment. Are there any other ones, or did I cover them?
1: Um, I think you have most of them, because, I mean, in each one of those, it's extremely diverse. So, what you're talking about is aromatic. Okay. Um, it's as simple as putting a drop of, of a fragrance on a tissue. And, okay. you know, the people do this where they they put it under, you know, if it's a massage table or, even, or any kind of treatment table, you can put it underneath or somewhere nearby where it's creating um, the odor. So inhalation uh, is an important part. And then topical, I mean, any way you can put it on the body is going to be nice. It can even be, you know, and this would be diluted where – you know some therapists like to work on pressure points to get somebody to relax and you could put the oils on pressure points and so topical there's there's a very uh diverse way of doing it and you know so i think those are the main ones for the spas inhalation and topical and then bringing that to the retail and this gets to the fragrance branding and also to you know having retail in in your um for your spa where they can't get this anywhere else. I think that's extremely important in the, in the retail, is that not only is it the fragrance brand, but the whole idea of what's in this jar um, is, you know, this is something that you can't go anywhere else. You have to go to, to right. your spa in order to get this product. And it also continues to the therapy. And so that's what what I think a lot of therapists miss, especially in the idea of of retail, is they feel like, I don't want to sell my, my guest stuff. I don't want to be a salesperson. Well, you're not a salesperson. You're a therapist. And in order to continue the therapy that you've started in this one hour, one hour and a half session, you want that to continue for the time that they're not in your chair or on your table so that when they come back, you can proceed and, and you know enhance what's already been started instead of starting from scratch every time a person comes in. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. all part of the therapy.
0: Absolutely. So we have a program called Don't Sell Recommend. And Uh exactly what we teach is it's not about selling. It's about giving them solutions and about giving them recommendations that can help them between their facials or between their massages or between their many and petty or Botox or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to know that. And what I like as far as the marketing, I mean, I like to have, just like they do, it's funny you used wine tasting or wine as an example. Well, I uh, use essential oils What I try to teach spas is, you do like an essential oil tasting where you can mm-hmm. show them the different oils and tell them the benefit of different ones. And almost like, you know, again, you're doing a little de-stress session with your oils or improve your skin with the oils, just like you said, Jim. Yeah. So there are so many opportunities. But, again, they usually have them all sealed up. I don't understand how you expect <laughs> to sell essential oils when uh-huh. somebody can't smell the stupid essential oils. Yeah. And we think uh, we're in the central oil business, and it's just it drives me nuts. So know. for them to market it, you have to create that nice experience so people can uh, smell them, and then they can do the purchase that they need. Mm-hmm. With it.
1: I think, that, I think that, you know, it, the, the word experience is important because this is something that all spas want to create, is their whole business model is generally based around an experience because this is what keeps people coming back and in the oils that's what you need to do is you need to have an experience and everyone will respond differently and so this you know, can be challenging for some therapists, but it really opens up for a lot of other people that it's not about one oil for one thing. It's about the individual experience that each person has. Mm -hmm. And you have to allow people to have that experience. And, you know, what they're drawn to, is you know what they should go home with not i'm not I'm not in part of the, the the mindset where what they're drawn to is what they need it's more of what they're drawn to it's giving them a positive experience and positive experience is part of any healing process, okay. and so that's what you want them to have the the experience within the spa, so that they have that emotional memory, and also the experience of self-care and feeling, you know, feeling of wellness outside of the spa, which is going to keep them coming back.
0: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So well said. That's what we want. So there are so many opportunities for you guys to tap into, market your essential oils, talk about them, educate the team about them, and the clients and the guests, so everybody can have a more... Wonderful experience and have it more as a holistic experience so they can get better, feel better, look better, all of the above. I think mm-hmm. it's wonderful. keep that in mind. Yeah. so let's talk about a little bit of uh income potential and how they mm-hmm. can benefit. Uh, what could be the income potential from oils
1: well, here's um you know i have I have systems that I've set up for for different spas, and so if if you do an essential oil service. It's not necessarily an add-on, but it's specific service. It can be five, ten dollars more than, you know, just the basic service. In that five or ten dollars, your oil cost might be anywhere from, you know, 25 cents to a dollar. And so there's, there's a good margin in adding the oil cost-wise, but you, you know, you, you, Experience-wise, you, you, it's hard to even put a number to that because that's where client retention comes in, which really is where your income potential is going to be. But there are different levels of that. So that's just sort of a, the simplest way of looking at it. And in some of the systems that I've designed where I've had customization. So customization becomes a service in itself because you have a con- consultation. You figure out what the needs are of the individual. And when you customize, you, you actually are creating a blend that will be just for that person. Now, customizing, you do charge for that. That can be anywhere from, you know, $75 to $150 for the first visit and then, you know, 60 to to $100 depending on what product they buy that's been customized. The product cost itself is going to be extremely low. Um, depending on what ingredients you use, but the oil costs are again not that significant as far as what's going on in there. But it's the service that you're charging for, and so the service is really where the income potential is with essential oils, because the cost of the oils themselves is very moderate, and when you when you put the numbers together, the, the margins are really really good. And then again, you just you can't put put too many numbers to client retention, you know, and that's where, you know, that's where yeah. the power is.
0: Well, how much in retail can can they do, though? So I understand this is with the treatment. So if somebody was to buy a small bottle of essential oils, and probably each person should leave with what, like maybe three different ones, one relaxing, one calming, mm-hmm. or help me sleep, one help me energize. So what is yeah.
1: The finished products are going to be in in the range of, you know, what any product on the shelf is going to be. You know, if you buy a finished product, you know, and you're paying, you know, $20 for it, you know, you're going to keystone that at $40, um, you know. And the the margins can be good on those because the costs usually are a bit higher. So when you're keystoning, you know, it's, I mean, unless you're selling something like eucalyptus, which is a, you know, $7 um wholesale product, you're going to sell it for $14, but if you have something that, a blend, let's say, that has real dance to it, therapeutic quality to it, you know, and it might have some rose in it, and it might have some geranium, and it might have a few other oils in it, you know, the cost of that, that you, you know, for wholesale could be in the $20 range, and you're going to sell it for 40 or $45, and so it really depends on what the oil is and what's in there. The personalization is really where the biggest margins are if somebody wants to get into that as a service. It's a little more involved, and it's a -hmm. a bigger commitment. But that's where your numbers are because then you can take that and, you know, keystoning you, forget about that because now you're tripling, quadrupling your number, plus what you can get from the service of customization.
0: Right. Okay. Well, that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, tell me a little bit about your. I can't believe this hour just flew by, Jim. Tell me a little bit about your uh, private classes. What do you discuss? In case somebody's interested in having you come out, and then maybe you can tell us a little bit about the the course that you offer at Bastille University. A little bit more about that.
1: Yeah. So the the services the services that I have are anywhere from just you know people bringing in an essential oil line, and I can do a day of education. Um, where I train you on what to do with what you have, um, you know it's very basic, but it's enough to to get you started. Um, my consulting is you know an hourly wage on um, for doing or an hourly fee for talking you through whatever it is you want to do. So for consulting on essential oils, you know I'll, I'll interview um, the spa and and see what. They're, what they're thinking essential oils are what they want to do with them and even if they're not sure what the potential of essential oils I can identify from what the spa person is talking about for what you know the business what their needs are and I can incorporate an essential program essential oil program into that um i can also you know help find essential oils i mean I do sell essential oils but it's you know i've i have never, you know, stopped recommending, you know, other oils when I know that these are, you know, if I don't have it, you go to this person. I only did it for convenience to start selling oils. On Outside of that, I also do blends. So I have on my website, you know, my it's my retail, but I sell, you know, uh, wholesale as well. I have all these different blends that I do. And, um, you know, so if you don't want to get into a full-on essential oil, I can talk to you. You know, if I, if I have a conversation with somebody and they sound like it's just going to be too much for them to do individual oils, I can recommend all the best blends to have. You know, if they have massage therapists, you want things that are calming. You want things that are um, pain relief, analgesic, anti-inflammatory, you know, all of these Conditions that we go in with uh, in massage for estheticians. I have uh, acneic. I have normal. Uh, not normal. I don't call it normal anymore because nobody wants to be normal. I ended up calling that one balance. Right? right? This is all in a name. This is what I was talking about. You know, pre- presenting things. You know, got to be careful how you say it. Right? If I say, oh, it's for normal skin. Nobody's normal. No. So you know, now it's called balance. So I, I can I can address what I have or what's out in the marketplace you know so i can consult on quality i can consult on needs i can consult on the best program and identify that because i've worked with so many spas and some of them just go oh i can't deal and they just stop doing it so i've been able to identify those people who i know really want to go for it and then those who want who like the idea but they're just not ready to to put in the commitment of really doing full on essential oil programs right. How
0: much does it cost for somebody to invest in bringing in, like, essential of what would be a good initial?
1: You know, it's in the $1,500 range, um, you know, for for a decent program. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it can go all the way up to – I I did a couple of uh, spas where it was in the $10,000 range, but these guys really wanted to go with full-on customization. Um, and one I can think of has actually turned their customization into a product line so you know these guys were motivated and made the big investment to really learn it you know I went out there for for two days actually did a class um, and actually certified people because that's you know if you have a, a neat little certificate on your wall as a therapist it says you've been you know certified with a, in essential oils that's you know the credibility factor. Um, but just to kind of get get going and get started, you know, it's, you know, $1,000 would be, mm-hmm. you know, a decent range. So
0: it's really um, minimal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's
0: not a lot. That's not a big investment. Yeah. It's going to, mm-hmm. like you said, retention on that is going to be outrageous because, again, people are going to have a much better experience and they're going to want to come back more often. Yeah. And one other thing I want to mention, Jim, because a lot of people that have medi spas don't think that they should have essential oils. Like I went to a a, a private client of mine that I went to yesterday. She had a medi spa, and I walked in, and just the place was just so blah. It had no mm-hmm. scent. It had nothing. It was all like so vanilla. Yeah. <laughs> Without the fragrance.
1: Mhm. Yep. <laughs> so.
0: There's so much they can do because we have a lot of medi spas also in our community. So I really want to encourage you, no matter what type of business you have, whether it's a day spa, medi spa, wellness center, whatever, I really want you all to bring something like this to your establishment and help you, help you really enhance the guest experience as well as your pocketbook.
1: Yeah, I mean, with the MediSpas, I, I'm, it's, it's so unfortunate that they don't grab onto that, and I think it has to do with the way essential oils have been addressed in the industry. is very fluff, and they're far from fluff. Just because it calms you doesn't mean it's a fluffy, just makes you feel good experience. There's a, there's a hardcore science that goes with this, and with the spas, I can talk that science. I mean, I teach doctors how to do this, medical doctors with, I mean, very, very serious stuff going on here. And, and you know, that's not what we do in a spa. but, you know, I, I, I went down to Brazil with a group of people, and one of them was a um, reconstructive surgeon. And I'm looking at the beautiful work this man does, and I'm thinking at the same time, you know, I could – I could help that I could, mm-hmm. I could get that healing process to mm-hmm. be increased and, and you know the work would be that much more dynamic and this is a you know just think about essential oils as any other pharmaceutical in terms of what we know about the science and what we'll get for the results exactly. and you know and then mm-hmm. they're also going to have the fragrance and the fragrance mm-hmm. is important in, in going into a Medi spa as well I think yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely well that's great yeah. That's great. Well, I'm so excited that you came on and shared all your knowledge and expertise. I'm sure there's a lot more we can talk about, but we are right at the mm-hmm. hour, and I want to respect your time. So I just want to let everybody know that our next interview is going to be with one of my clients who's a Leap Ahead graduate and a Coach Me Gold member. Her name is Sherry Satterfield. She owns a Tuscan Spa in West Virginia. She actually has two locations. And she's opening up a third one that's going to be 10,000 square feet. So she's going to come on and share her success stories and her success tools that she uses and how she continues to grow her business and be ultra successful. So you definitely want to be on this call, you guys, and hear from someone just like you growing her business like crazy exponentially, actually. So I'm so excited. Well, Jim, thank you again so much. Those of you who would like to know more about Jim or reach out to him, again, you can go to Jim, that's Jim with two M's, J-I-M-M, com, and you'll be able to learn more about Jim and about his essential oils, and maybe if you'd like to have him come and help you or reach out to him, feel free to do so. I know I love what he does, and I recommend him to all of you to tap into his knowledge and wisdom. Thank you so much, Jim, for being okay, with thank us. Thank you,
1: Doris. It's been a pleasure. I've had a great time talking with
0: you. Oh, thank you and, so much. Yeah. All right, you guys, until hey. next time, stay inspired. God bless, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye.